Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is a special presentation for the Believe in Pro Wrestling podcast. Here's Rick Uccino on the Believe Podcast Network. What is going on, everyone? Rick Uccino here. SB Nation, the Believe Podcast Network, AEW, double or nothing. Coming up this Sunday, my guest right now, by this time next week, not only could he be the FTW champion, he could be one half of the AEW Tag Team Champions. Heck, one might say it is an absolute damn probability ricky starts joining me how are we doing good sir i'm doing i'm doing well i'm doing great uh i'm actually really excited for the pay-per-view obviously me and hobbs have a lot a lot on our plate in terms of things we need to accomplish so um you know as you said it i think you made a prediction you made a really really strong prediction uh that's going to come to fruition uh, I I I would I would not mind seeing it. That's for sure. And I've I've definitely enjoyed this rivalry with you guys. You know, Swerve and Keith Lee and throwing Jurassic Express. It's been an absolute blast to watch. And again, as you eliminated, it'll all culminate to double or nothing. But I, I do want to go back to a few weeks ago. Uh, first, Dynamite in New Orleans. Right? No company embraces and celebrates the hometown talent like AEW does. Right? Heel, babyface, it does not matter. Uh, you got a huge reaction uh, from that crowd. They were with you every step of the way. They wanted you to get that three count. You know, like looking back on that now, a few weeks later, you know, what did that, what was that night like for you? What did that mean for you? What an insane night, uh, especially for the fact that I grew up eight minutes from that, the, you know, the lakefront arena. So uh, it was amazing to go back home. My family was there. I was able to wrestle in my hometown, the place that I grew up, the place that I fell in love with wrestling. And to have that, to, to experience that um, reaction was amazing. And, you know, uh, I think that was pretty much a glimpse into the future for myself once things start to really get going for me. Uh, as far as, you know, how I think I'll be perceived moving forward, if not already, you know, closely there. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome to have people from work go and experience my city and the energy that that city has. And not only that, but they experience the energy that the people, people in New Orleans love wrestling. Uh, it's, you know, they love the Saints. They love LSU, you know, college football, professional football, and they love wrestling as well. So it's cool to have that and, and be a part of that, too, you know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you in, in AEW, you guys have insane crowds seemingly, you know, every week. And that crowd in New Orleans was was hot. You know, adding on top of the fact that they that you were the hometown kid in front of it, does that kind of crowd give you like just a little extra pep in your step? Like you always bring it, but it was it was it was there something special in the air that night? Did it give you a little extra boost there? Uh absolutely, of course. Um, you know, I, I think too going into that day, my mind was already just all over the place just because it, there was a lot to get coordinated with my family being there and, you know, making sure they were taken care of. And then my, some of my friends. And then earlier in the day, I went and did um, like a, a, a visitation at a school with me, Hobbs, a captain, um, Amanda Huber, things like that for the community. 
And so I was already pretty white before I even got to the venue. And then I got recharged up when I got there and heard the people come in. So uh, it was it was a packed day. It really was. Uh, I'm a little ashamed to admit it. I've never actually been to New Orleans. Right. I, I don't get to travel. I didn't get to travel a whole lot early in my life. Uh, oh. I'm, I'm making up for that now. I'm, I would love to get down there this fall. I'm from Cincinnati. I'd love to get down there for the Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase uh, homecoming game against the Saints. I'd love to get down there for that, and I'm planning to do that. But I am curious, what was the best thing about growing up in New Orleans? I think the best thing growing up for me was the fact that uh, I was able to experience a lot, a lot in terms of different walks of, of life. Um, I, I grew up around a lot of older people, so I, I'm more apt to talk and communicate and be able to relate to you know older people and and that's just how I've been. I'm a very old soul, so I I grew up around these people who were well beyond their years, telling me things that I shouldn't have been hearing when I was younger. <laughs> uh, on top of that, on top of that, like I. I I got to do whatever I wanted. I was a very adventurous kid. And so I, I was, I got to do whatever I wanted in the realm of safety and things like that. So I think for me to experience that, to live in that environment was great for me because I don't think I'd be the person I am today. And obviously that's where I fell in love with wrestling. And so you'd see me outside wrestling by myself or with my brother in the front yard uh and playing with the little action figures that i had too so it was yeah. cool man it was just a great it's a great city it's a great city to be in it's a great city to be a part of if you're gonna go i suggest going in october so you don't get melted by the the heat um you know so well were you uh you know were you one of those trampoline wrestling match kids you know because that, that's what that's what we did back up here in cincinnati we'd have the the matches on trampolines no, I actually, uh, I was a futon kid. Uh, ah. so we, we, yeah, we wrestled on a futon and broke that. And, <laughs> yep. uh, you know, just, I, I remember inventing, I invented Billy Kidman's finisher. You know, the one where he gets behind you and hooks, hooks yeah. you like, it's like the reverse pedigree, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember doing that. And then the next week I saw him do it. I said, wow, look at me. I mean, creative genius there you go all right you're getting it from a young age and and you may have already kind of uh you know shined a light on on the answer to this next question but you know it's like follow you on twitter obviously and on multiple occasions on social media i will see you talk about passion and i'll see you talk about surrounding yourself with the right people to kind of fuel your drive and at a very young yeah. age you know you decided what you wanted to do in life how did that drive and, and passion, you know, for you develop so early in life? Where did that come from? I think it came from the fact that uh, I think we all tried to figure out what we are good at in life. Uh, I'm and still I trying think, to figure it out. But yeah. Good. Yeah, exactly. We go to the grave still trying to figure that out. I think for me, I never did any sports. I never had that type of opportunity for myself to really figure that out. Uh, and so when I got into wrestling, Obviously, this was something that I, I genuinely love. I, I really do love it. Uh, and I'm already a, a passionate person by nature. So I think those two just went hand in hand. Uh, to me, I think a lot of people get into this or anything and they half-ass it or they, they're not fully committed. And I think as a viewer, uh, uh, you can see through it and you can see who's actually putting in the effort and who's just kind of coasting by. So to me, passion is the greatest thing and it's the greatest power that you could have uh, with anything and to not really tap into that is a crime 
not only against yourself, but against the people that you're you're putting out that the that output for. And so, yeah, I just really think if more people understood what passion is and, and the love for it, um, we would see a lot of different things come out of it, you know? And on top of that too, it's also important to like be around people who fuel you and you fuel them because it's hard to do it by yourself. I've done it by myself. I really have my my entire career, but I have people now and I've had people back then too that really pushed me forward and helped me. And, and not only, they, they didn't have to do anything physically to say, hey, get this guy a job, but just talks and, and perspective, things like that. That's what I'm about. So it's, it's important. That's, it's important to me. Passion, manifesting what you want and, and having the drive to really get these things done uh, is, is my whole formula. If anyone wanted to ask me what is, what makes me successful and what, what can I do to get here? Really? That's just it. Those, those three things to me. I am curious. Is there anything outside of wrestling you fell in love with wrestling as as a kid but is there anything else outside yeah. of wrestling that you're very very passionate about i mean women um <laughs> I, I you know what i really you know what i really got into um so i taught myself how to do photoshop when i was uh, four, er, 13 and so um i used to make a lot of graphics I'm pretty big into graphic making, uh, designing T-shirts and things like that. I like, essentially, I'm passionate about art. If you've ever seen my vignettes that I make, I produce those uh, and I direct those and I make sure that they're they're shot a certain way because that's how I see it visually. So I'm really, really passionate about that. Photography, too. I'm really big into my um, my digital film. So, you know, those those are the things. And I hadn't gotten to that till I want to say I was halfway through my my 20s so um yeah if this question happened a lot earlier on i'd be a boring person because i'd be like yeah I, I love wrestling i i only watch wrestling when i grew up so i don't know you know i used to be ashamed to tell people that because like yeah they're gonna think i'm boring but now i don't care like that's what i like that's what i like yeah exactly absolutely and i and i i, I get the, the design aspect of it because like when we launched this channel early on in in january you know, a lot of it fell on me. So it was like, you know, just even doing the graphics and, and stuff like that. That's something I'm, I'm not the best at it yet. I've only been doing it for a couple of months, but it's something that I, I, I enjoy doing. I like coming up with backgrounds and, and you know, images and things of that. nature. Yeah, yeah I, I totally fall into that. I, I get it. It's it's addicting, man. And you know what? You're and it, these are skills you're going to be able to use, you know, for a long time. Right. You're not going to you're not going to be in the ring for forever. Presumably. I don't know. You're in right. now, but, you know, you. Look at the commentary thing. Look at the production aspect of it. I mean, you you seem to be setting yourself up for, you know, to be able to stay in wrestling for a long time, even though it may not always be as an active competitor. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's the, the other part about it, too, is um, exploring things that you really may not be good at. And uh, I think from there, uh, it's about once you, you have the exploration down, now it's about actually, you know, seeing how, what's the improvement we can get out of it. So all these different things that I do that I love to do uh, easily sets me up for my resume down the line when I do retire from uh, in-ring work. All right. Hey there, guys. Don't go anywhere. Sorry, I have to interrupt my chat with Ricky Starks, but we will get right back to the man. I promise. First things first, got to let you know that our deal, our great deal with Manscaped, 
has now been extended throughout the entire summer. That is right. Our promo code is back up and running where you will receive 20% off plus free shipping on all the great products that Manscaped has to offer, like the Ultra Smooth Package. It is back. It is in stock. That includes Crop Exfoliator, Crop Gel, the Crop Shaver, back now for a limited time. So jump on that while it's there. And ladies, if you're watching this video as well, which I hope you are, we appreciate our audience, everyone out there. Don't forget, Father's Day is right around the corner. Get the dads in your life something awesome that will help change their life for the better, even if it's just a little bit. Manscaped has everything from trimmers to cologne to boxers, so much more. Use our promo code Believe P W B L E A V P W. Get 20% off plus free shipping today. Thank you so much. Shout out to Manscaped for helping us out and putting this interview on for you guys here today. Also, got to give a quick shout out to our partners over at Bet Online. Yes, the continued number one source for all of your betting needs and sports information on the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, fights, NFL futures. It's all there. Plus, Vegas casino and poker games. They got everything. Sign up, use our promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Let's get back to Ricky Stark, shall we? So we're we're roughly the same age and a, as a 90s kid, I don't think I could have laughed harder when you called Swerve and Lee a broke ass Keenan and Kel. Uh, <laughs> that was fantastic. I I had to hit rewind just to make sure that's exactly what I heard and yeah, I saw it. I get it. It was great. I want to talk about the roast game, man. How much how much prep work like goes into these shots or or is this just stuff that comes off the top of your head or do you have things loaded in the chamber? How does this how does this work? Sometimes I may have something loaded in the chamber that I've thought of right before I've gone out. Sometimes I actually just they just come off the top of my head. No one in AEW, really no one in, in wrestling is uh, as good as I am when it comes to roasting them. We have a lot of corny people that have these terrible, as you saw on Dynamite, we had a lot of terrible corny comebacks uh, I saw your tweet. about yeah. me yeah it's, it's terrible and this is why you know some of these people get made fun of by people like me um but yeah i'm I, i'm a very quick-witted person i have a very silver metal tongue i will slice through you you may be able to beat my ass but i can make you cry and that's how I, it used to be in school like some kids could beat me up and that was fine but man, did I cut deep. I cut so deep that I enticed them. So, uh, yeah, I'm just a, you know, it just comes natural to me. We know you can talk. How hard was it cutting a promo in Lake Effect Snow in Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I felt I felt bad for Tony Schiavone. Um, I, I didn't mind it, dude. It was the wind it was so bad. Oh, obviously, the closer we got to the lake, um, so we we I remember walking out there. I was like, "What the hell is this?" And I already knew it was going to be cold, so obviously I, I, I dressed for the the part. Yeah. But just standing there and having to talk, I remember being like, "I'm not going to rush myself," but I think this is a great a learning experience to uh, learn how to talk in certain environments. And this was one of them. Where I was just like, "Yeah, this is a lot. This is a lot to deal with." But it was beautiful. I thought it was very beautiful. I thought it came out great. Uh, Hobbs did not tell me if he was cold or not. I don't think uh, he, he was, was no bothered. selling it. No selling it. His you know big chest hanging out there. He looked like he was fine. Yeah, dude. Yeah. He, I, he he was a trooper. 
uh, Tony Schiavone, uh, you know, I guess, I guess he wasn't uh, selling the fact. Another, it, another trooper. He was like, I thought about it. I, I'm going to tell you this. I really thought about this, this part. I said, what if I just kept talking and they had, they have to film. I would piss off everybody there, but uh, <laughs> I respect, I respect Tony Schiavone uh, and our production crew uh, immensely. So, uh, you know, got in, got out, and then we were able to be warm and safe. Yes, I, I I wanted to bring that up because that promo that you cut, uh, that set up the match between yourself and and Jay Lethal, and the the finish to that match was one of my all time favorites. Where you catch him midair, lethal injection, perfectly timed, Rochambeau, one two three. Is, is that the best counter move you think you you've ever pulled off? Because that that was not easy to to do. Absolutely, that was probably my. Uh my greatest counter move I've ever done in the history of wrestling ever. And I, I do. And the thing is I have way more in my head. So we'll see. <laughs> maybe, maybe just maybe we'll see one of those Sunday at the double or nothing. It's Jurassic express. They're putting on the, the gold on the line. Guess yourself and Hobbs, Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland, you know, what would winning those tag team titles mean for yourself? And Hobbs, and you know, especially Hobbs, who has yet to capture championships in AEW. You know, what would that mean for you guys as a team moving forward? I think it's. I think winning those titles is just a fact of uh, solidifying ourselves as someone who is credible, uh, if not more credible than most of the people that you see currently on television. I think the, uh, Team Taz or me and Hobbs, should I say, has been um, our story has been a bit of. Uh, you know, a roller coaster in a way where we had a lot of ups and we have a lot of downs. And I think having that, especially winning at a pay-per-view, would just be uh, a cherry on the, the, the cake there. Here's the deal, though. That is our, I want to say that would be me. and that Obviously, that's me and Hobbs' first time, you know, teaming on a pay-per-view. Um, so we had that on top of winning the titles. On top of that, we have the idea that me and Hobbs are credible main eventers that should be treated as such. Obviously, we are. And I think that would even just let people know, hey, we're not a group of dudes that should be taken lightly. Um, we stand shoulder to shoulder with the rest of them. Brian Danson, Moxley, you know, these tag teams that we have currently. You, know, you, you talk about passion, putting in work. Hobbs have been putting in some work now. Like, yeah. I mean, the, you know, what has it been like working with him, watching him up his game and transform himself? He put it out, that tweet out a couple of weeks ago, you know, a side by side of him 18 months ago and what he looks like now. I mean, what's it yeah. been like to watch that transformation for him over the last? It's been uh, incredible. He, he works very hard. He does. Actually, everyone from Hook to Hobbs to me, we all work very hard. Uh, and it's great to see where Hook is. It's great to see where Hobbs is. And it's great to see where I am now. So. Hobbs, in 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 his own credit, he's done it himself. He has wakes up very early on these these travel days, and he goes and he goes to the gym and he works out. He watches what he eats, uh, and he studies, and he's very attentive. So I, no one can take any of that from him. That was all Hobbs's credit work, and he's done the damn thing. And I'm I'm very proud to see you know how far he's come basically. You brought up a hook as well. A lot of talent there uh, on yeah. Team I, I think that goes without saying. And I think a lot of people saw something in him from the jump, obviously. But for sure, 
for him to become as big of a sensation as he was, and now it's been amplified with with Hookhausen, right? You know, was I mean that had to be at least a little bit surprising to everybody that he kind of took off as quickly as he did, at least from a popularity standpoint. Um, I mean, certain people were surprised. I don't think we were really. Uh, but it is cool to see. I, I think he has nothing but uh, an up, an upward trend now. So, uh, yeah, he's doing his damn thing, man. Is is Dan Housen now an official or at least an honor honorary member of Team No, <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll end it there. Very stern answer. I appreciate it. Uh, double or nothing this Sunday. Ricky Starks, Powerhouse Hobbs, future AEW Tag Team Champions. I'm calling my shot right now. Calling it. Are you putting money on it? Uh, if I had money to bet, I would. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd bet your house, honestly. I'd bet, oh. I'd bet everything. Okay. All right. I'll take your word on it. Uh, <laughs> now, if I Please lose, don't I do promise. that. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Starts, thank you so much. Good luck from before. We'll catch up down the line. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.